Half a day, and welcome to episode 24 of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. We discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs every weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. live on Take Note, the radio program. This podcast version features the theme and outline of one of our favorite programs from the previous week, minus the music. These are standalone episodes, so you don't need to be a regular radio listener to find them helpful. We click publish every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Chamorro Standard Time. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Romans 12, verses 1 through 9. Paul has some important things to say to the Roman church in our passage of the day. He calls them to his side, exhorting them to actively, daily, and deliberately present their whole selves to God, to be set apart in position and in practice, to avoid conformity to this world, to think soberly as a unified body, using their gifts to minister one to another, growing in their hatred or abhorrence for evil, and cleaving to that which is good. Familiar ideas from a familiar passage, Romans 12, 1 through 9, I beseech you, today on the Take Note podcast. Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Beseeching usually comes before something important. Paul says, listen and bear these words of exhortation. He had a respected position from which to beseech, and he often did. Later, in Romans 16, he says, I beseech you, brethren, mark them that cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. And then later on, the next book, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, he says, I beseech you, brethren, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. When he uses this term to plead with his audience, I beseech you, he does so when it's vital. And what could be more vital than in this case, an exhortation to total commitment? He says, please make a decision to put yourself fully in the hands of God, not just figuratively, literally, your entire selves, in life or in death. Am I a potential missionary? Yes. In Africa? Yes. Somewhere more dangerous? Yes. The answer is yes. Whatever the Lord asks, yes. This is only reasonable for anyone who's been forgiven of sin and transformed by Christ. In addition to that, Romans 12, 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The world seeks always to press us into its mold, but we're to avoid this by allowing God to renew our minds. This renewing is transformative. The easy-to-read version says it this way, Don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you'll be able to understand and accept 
what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to Him and what is perfect. We need to know what is worldly and to avoid it. We need to know what is godly, what is righteous, and to embrace it. We can only know this through God's Word. We have to read, study, hear teaching from, and to memorize His Word. The Holy Spirit will teach us and will guide us. But there are other things to think about. Romans 12, 3 through verse 5. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. There's a chance that our view of self will be too high. And this will impact our relationships in the body of Christ. We may look down upon others, not recognizing every individual has a unique role and that we should see ourselves as unified with them, not comparing ourselves amongst ourselves, acknowledging that we have a mission to accomplish together and that we need each other. We're unified and we must go forth as though this is the case. But God has given differing gifts. That's what we find in Romans 12, starting in verse 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Our gifts ought to be used. They're given to us by God for a purpose. We must use these gifts in his way, according to the mandates of his word and according to his individual leading in our lives. There are lists of gifts, details about gifts, and instructions on how to use those gifts throughout the New Testament. So we should familiarize ourselves with them and work without delay. One more thing from our passage of the day in verse 9. Let love be without dissimulation or genuine. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. So while we are actively, daily, and deliberately presenting our whole selves to God, while we're setting ourselves apart in position and in practice, while we're avoiding conformity to this world, thinking soberly in a unified body, using our gifts to minister, our love for others within the body should be genuine. We should be growing also in our hatred for evil, joining ourselves consistently to that which is good. A passage in Proverbs 4, verses 14 through 19, might help. It says, Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. For they sleep not, except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away, unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness, and drink the wine of violence." But the path of the just 
is as the shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Paul has something important to beseech and to exhort us about. I wonder, what is our commitment level? Is it total? Is it without reserve? Are we worldly? Or are we thinking soberly and working in a unified way within our local church? And do we abhor evil? And are we clinging to that which is good? Questions to wrap up today's episode. You've been listening to the Take Note Podcast. My name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org, and every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. Thanks so much for listening.